If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to Team Talk, the podcast dedicated to Northampton Town Football Club women. I'm Danny Brothers and I'm here to look back on a superb first season at FA Women's National League level for the Cobblers, alongside my good friend Charles Commons. How are you doing, Charles? Hello, Danny. I'm good, thank you very much. Yeah, good. I'm excited yeah. for this. It's going to be good. Good. You recovered from the awards night just yeah. under, just about. Yes. <laughs> Let's find out if our guests are as well. Uh, joining us to take a look back on the season uh, that was are the two men who led the charge through the FA Women's National League Division One Midlands. Please join me in welcoming back to the team talk the joint managers of NTFC Women, Josh Oldfield and Liam Williams. How are you doing, guys? Yeah, we're good. We're good. Thank you very much. All good. Thanks, chaps. How are you? Good. Yeah, good. Good. Good to kind of catch up at the end. It's been a while, so it's, there's a lot to catch up on. But just as a whole for you two, the season must be pushing the levels of where you thought you must get to because as it stands whether it's fourth or fifth it doesn't really matter at this point we recorded before Peterborough sorry that blue light from down the road play their game in hand which is ridiculously at the end of the season for everyone else whether it's the fourth or fifth place it doesn't really matter at this point because what a season it's been for you yeah, it's been outstanding um it, the the, le- the level the jumping levels is is undoubtedly large um, we said that on Sunday after after Doncaster. So every week is a challenge. Every week is a is a grind. There's 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 no easy games. There's no easy points. There's no easy opponents. So from from that point of view, yeah, it is it's a slog. Every week is a is a difficult one. It's it's a very tough league, but you, that's what exactly what you expect. That's exactly what you get when you come up to to, to what is essentially the equivalent of League Two in in women's football, Tier Four football. So we're we're really proud of what we've achieved. Um, we, we feel like we've got. Maybe at times we had a little bit more to give, um, but I think overall we can be really proud of what we've what we've put in place in terms of a platform building towards next season, and we've shown at times that we can we can compete right at the top end of this division, which is which is the aim. So that's that's something that we can be proud of, something that we can we can look back on with, with positivity. Um, and as I said, looking ahead to next season, um, from from that point of view, we're we're in a good place. Yeah, uh, Liam, first. Six games or so, it was a struggle. Um, you've come up all guns blazing. You've scored a million goals last season. No wins in the first six games. And I remember, I remember speaking with both of you, I think, at that time. And there not being any kind of panic around us all in the camp. You're just like, level-headed. You, just, you knew how good this group was. You knew they were going to get going eventually. Were the players thinking the same thing when you were started off a little bit struggling to get, get hold of the league a little bit? I think so. They certainly hit it well, if not. Um, <laughs> uh, we, Like you said, we always had um, belief in ourselves and the squad as a whole. 
So um, yeah, there was a, there was absolutely no panic. Of course, there's you know there's always a little bit of urgency in football to, to to bounce back when you don't get the results that you want or you feel like you've you've played well enough to earn. So uh, getting the first win on the board in that seventh game felt like um, a massive win for us just to get the ball rolling. Mm-hmm. Maybe just to inject that little bit of belief into the into the girls as well that you know we're here now we are competing and we are getting points on the board. So. That was important, but like you said, there was there was no panic from us. Um, we we felt that we were we were more than competitive enough in the in the first few games, and the girls showed us enough in their own performances that we were going to be all right. Once we just tweaked a few little things here and there, there was there was no major things standing out. Really, it was just it was just fine tuning and and perhaps just adapting to the league as well for all of us. So it was um, yeah, it, certainly a tricky few first games and. Um, and an opening to the season, but we knew we'd come through it eventually, and we did. Did um, you think that because uh, you know, without being disrespectful to any of the sides from the division below, but they talk about in like men's football the gaps between the divisions as you go up, some being bigger than others, seemingly. Do you think almost that the gap is so big because you went from winning? games scoring double figures last season comfortably winning that league and and getting promotion to then this year obviously having a much sterner test in pretty much every single game I know you know you you look at the league table and if you look at the goal difference columns there are a couple of teams that have shipped quite a few but considering the difference between the the sorry I'm going to get it wrong now EM FRL or something like that. I can't quite remember exactly what it was now, but to go from the East Midlands League to now going into the National League, was that was that jump just a bit bigger than maybe as coaches you'd really want it to be? Like if you sort of look at it and go, well, actually, if you want to progress, then you don't want to go for a massive step. You just take little increments at a time. So therefore, it was a bit of a steeper learning curve than... I don't know. Maybe, maybe you'd want as just developmental coaches, if that makes sense. I think the, the you're right. There is a big difference, but I think the main difference is is the, the difference in quality of the teams towards the bottom end. I think that the, the, there's teams in the, the league below us that are, are more than capable of competing at this level, um, and we we had big battles with them last season. But there are a number of games in that division at that tier. I'm assuming across across the country at that tier, where you like you said, you know, you're going to rock up and really, regardless of how you perform, you're going to you're going to pick up three points and, like you said, maybe score some goals as well. Um, I actually didn't like. I don't like those games. They're not enjoyable. Then you don't learn anything. They ultimately end in what is what feels like frustration and disappointment that you don't play to your standards for 90 minutes. So I'd much rather, and I think Liam's the same, and I'm sure the girls echo the same thoughts as well. I'd much rather have those difficult games every week where you have to grind. Um, that feels like it's more appropriate for where we are, to be totally honest. Um, you mentioned the teams towards the bottom end that have shipped a few goals. I mean, barring Long Eaton, who had a, a tough old season, in, in fairness to them, um, we, we dropped points to, to teams towards the bottom. Um, and that's that, that. Although frustrating for us because we felt like we could take points from those teams, and maybe didn't perform as we could in those games, they're capable of doing that. And, and like I said, everybody in the league is. Um, there's there's a number of teams, including ourselves, that were towards the bottom for maybe a good period of the of the season that have, have finished kind of safely mid table or even above that. So, yeah, the, the the difference in quality is 
I guess in the detail as well. There's this. I mean, earlier earlier in the season, I think the first four or five games we conceded something like seven corners, conceded seven goals from corners, two in the first game, and then maybe one one or two in each of the next sort of four or five that followed, and and that was a big jump. I mean, we, we've always focused on set pieces and things like that, but the level at which the teams that we're playing against now sort of I don't know work on those sorts of scenarios then. That was that was a bit of an eye opener for us. I mean, as I said, we we'd done it, we'd worked on it, but not necessarily to the degree that we, degree that we needed to, based on what others are doing as well. So, yeah, it, it's it's those finer details, I guess. And yeah, it's it, it it's exactly it is what we want. It's exactly what we want. We want that challenge each week. We'd much rather that than than have those games where you can, can turn up and be confident that you're going to pick up three points. Sounds like you guys have learned a lot about yourselves as coaches, as much as the girls have learned about making you know that step up in uh in standard in in the games itself fair to say Liam absolutely yeah I was, I was, I was just going to jump in and say that off the back of what Josh said um I think it's very fair to say we've, we've learned a lot about ourselves this year um I, I've certainly learned a lot working alongside Josh and and uh, hopefully he's learned a bit from me as well probably not but, um... <laughs> but yeah the the We've had to adapt. You have to adapt when you when you go up the league to the new level to the new challenge. So, um, and that's a great example Josh just used. Then you know the set pieces earlier on in the season. You, you go into the season thinking, yeah, we're comfortable with them because we've, we've worked on them before. We've been successful last season, and then all of a sudden, bang, bang, bang! You know, you're shipping goals from them because other teams also work on them very well, uh, and there's just that little bit more detail in them. So, yeah, it, it certainly made us better as coaches. We look at every little detail. And just, you know, when you think you already do a good job and you, and, and you already focus on lots of details, there's always more things that you learn and, and, and creep up on you. So it's, it's part and parcel of the job. And, and you know, I think, I'm sure I speak for Josh as well as saying, we, we both really enjoyed that challenge this year, trying to adapt and um, meet the demands of the league and, and, and go above and beyond that when we can. As you mentioned Long Eaton there. That was your first win, 7-0 against Long Eaton. And then... You're going on a run of five in the next six. You're you're up and running. You, your your form's really starting to pick up and stuff. What the thing about this league is quite difficult is the fact that only one goes up, and you have to be at the very very top level. At Stalbridge, were to be fair to them, uh, how where do you find like the motivation within the squad within yourselves? Once you can get into the mid table, you've got your five out of six wins. You know you're probably not going down you know you probably it's going to take a lot to catch Stalbridge kind of thing where do you find that kind of motivation to go week in week out let's go as far and far as, as we can to you know to get up to the top four or five because it must be quite a challenge to to think there's one team that's out and out that's that's probably going to go up I think in that situation where where you've mentioned there maybe Wolves are a good example in the tier above mm. us they've um they won their league last season they lost in the playoff game um, and then this season they've they finished second on on goal difference. I'd imagine they're very much feeling that, but then they've got that hunger and the desire to go and win that league again. I'm sure they'll be fine next season. Um, from from our point of view, that was never an issue. Um, we, we've we've had the same the same idea all season. We want to we want to turn up every single week and win, no matter what competition it's in, whether it's a friendly, a league game, a cup game, an FA Cup game, whatever it might be. We want to win. Um, we had a couple of teams towards the end of the season where we've played we played a, a big run of games where they they were around us um, either just above us or just below us and and reasonably could either finish above us or below us based on the games and the results that we had. 
uh, a couple of them mentioned things like you're already safe why are you why are you taking it so seriously why ultimately why are you, why are you why are you bothered i was i mean one game i was arguing with the ref and there was players on the pitch going why is he moaning like, you you're going to you're going to be fine like we want to win we want to win yeah. every week and and that's that's what it's about I, I, for me it's not about you, you you can't win the league so you know we're not motivated to win every week you should be motivated to win every week you should be motivated to be better um, I think you couple that with the fact that we've got a fairly young group um, and, and ultimately like me and like Liam they want to develop not just the younger ones all of them but they, they have that that mentality of wanting to want to be better wanting to win um, so from that point of view it, it's easy it's not been a challenge we, we want to win every game we went into Doncaster as if we needed to win Um mm-hmm. Manage the game nicely when we needed to because a result was big for us. So yeah, that that's that, that was that's a simple one. We no, never found that easy. Never found that difficult. He still got a, a Wolves reference in at the start there, didn't he? He did. <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough of Wolves this season, by the way. I was going to say that <laughs> there was going to be a question about Wolves. So I'll, I'll flick over it if you want, but <laughs> but um, obviously they've playing them in the cup, then sort of realizing how far they went the season before in the in the playoff. It's gutting for them to miss out again this season. But how much did you learn from them by playing them in the two cup games this season? And the friendly as well. And the friendly, friendly as well. It was, yeah. Yeah, it was <laughs> three times played them this year. But um, <laughs> we, we reflected on that around the time as well, didn't we, Josh? About, you know, just, just look at how far this club has come. We're, we're now mixing it with the likes of Wolves three times a season, albeit one being a friendly. But um, regardless of that, it's you're talking about massive clubs really really massive clubs and we're now in that mix um so to, to be playing teams like that regularly now is, is great for us because a it shows that we're doing a good job and we're on the right track and we're pushing in the right direction um but b we we'll we learn a lot about the standard required as well um because like, like we said before about us always learning as well there's times when you, you think you're getting it right and you're moving forwards but there's there's always more to be done there's always more that you can improve on um and playing teams like that, coming up against players and managers like that, you're only going to learn more. So um, they've, they've been good experiences, tough experiences as well, because nobody likes losing 5-0. Um, but I, I think perhaps one of my, my proudest parts of the season was that second half in the game we played against them at Spencer. We're 5-0 down at half-time. Um, and it, they didn't make changes at half-time, bring the kids on or whatever. They, they still went for us big time in the second half and we... We kept the score to five nil. Kept you know the second half was nil nil, and that's when I thought you know there's there's a hell of a lot of resilience in this group, um, and there's a lot of potential in this group as well to, to match a team like that for forty five minutes. Um, yeah, it's brilliant, and we're looking forward to pitting our wits against teams like that more often. I found it really interesting before Josh when you were talking about how the group wants to develop because that that's been a big mantra of the whole football club for the last couple of years you know John Brady is a coach at heart and wants to develop his players coming through from uh the the men's academy boys academy and then when the first team players are signing for the men they're also then saying part of the reason for them coming to Northampton is because they know they're going to get developed and coached in a way to improve them and the fact that that is quite clearly a club-wide philosophy as opposed to just, right, that's just one manager, one part of the the cog, so to speak, across the club. 
from a fan perspective to hear you guys say exactly the same thing is really good because it shows that there is a togetherness at the club and that it isn't just about you know one team out of the many that we've got obviously we're focusing on 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 the women's side now but there's obviously the development side who I'm sure we'll have a word for a bit later on uh, this episode but there's obviously the, the the boys or the men's academy sides the FEP teams as well the multi disability team there's so many under this one big umbrella of Northampton Town Football Club it's for me as a fan it's very proud you know full of pride to see the success that all of those teams are having and then to see you know you guys say that you're basically doing exactly the same kind of thing having the same philosophy as the main men's team uh, in inverted commas that can only be a good thing from my point of view you're sort of looking at it and i think we saw the reaction at the end of season awards to you know the, the team when when the women's team were invited on the stage at the end of the night they got exactly the same standing ovation and noise levels as the men's first team had earlier in the night when they were sent home to bed. Um, it must make you feel, A, pretty proud that you can celebrate your season now and it's done, but also that you're getting that... Recon- uh, yeah, you're, you're getting recognised by not just your peers in, in other clubs and amongst your colleagues at Northampton Town, but also in the in the supporter base. Yeah, well, as I said to you earlier, that we're we're hugely grateful for the opportunities that the club gives us, and it's not just the awards; it's it's the, the appearances at Sixfields as well, and and everything else that they do for us. Uh, you've got Alex Favor and Zoe in um in the training wear shoot recently for for Puma. I'm sure the girls or, or some of the girls will be involved in the in the kit launch whenever that happens. So they, they give us a, a lot of coverage, and and we we really appreciate that. That's like you said, it's it's nice to be recognised, and not necessarily for me and Liam as individuals, but the group, because we work so hard. The the staff and the players work so hard to to drive towards what we want to achieve. So from that point of view, it's yeah, we we, we massively appreciate it, and, and it's something that we need. Um, so for, for, yeah, we're we're really grateful for that. I think just going back to your point around sort of developing, and I think the club's good at that all over the place, not just players. I think. There's loads of examples. You just use John as, a, as an example straight away. He's the first team manager. He's come through the ranks essentially, hasn't he? As a, as a coach, he's been been through the ranks the same as the players have in a similar way. Shane's done the same, and uh, and, and Liam and I in, the, in a similar sense. We've been through the community, and and I've been in, in the girls' program through the through the girls' program, and, and all that sort of stuff. So we're 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 in the same boat as staff. It's not just the players that get get that treatment at this club and. That's something that I'm really proud of in terms of the club uh, and and how it does that. Uh, there's so many so many stories you could look at all over the place at the club of someone being there and in maybe a position of being a volunteer at the start to being someone who's now pivotal or someone who's really important at the club. And there's there's loads of people that are, that could tell you that story. Player players wise, we're we're delighted with what we, with what we've got. Our pathways excellently strong. Um, and you mentioned that we'll talk about the devs later, and I'm sure we will. But we've we've we'd be stupid to ignore the players that we've got coming through. Um, and I, I guess going in a different direction to what the men's team can do, and because we we don't have the ability to buy and sell players, so you have to do it in a slightly different way. You don't really have a choice. But having said that, I, I I'm hugely proud of the young players, and not just the young players, all of them, but the way that that so many of them have stepped up and had such a big impact 
on the team, on the eleven, on the success we've had, not just this season, but in the last two or three seasons as well. So that that's a huge source of pride for me, working with a lot of those girls on on a day to day basis, and Liam Liam exactly the same. But yeah, to see them having success at this level at their age is yeah, it fills me with pride. Yeah, we mentioned the other day, didn't we, about not not just the first team doing well, but Devs winning the league, getting the County Cup final, 18s winning the County Cup final the other day. Pathway's in a good place. I'm really proud of that. Mm. You're constantly seeing um, support on social media as well from first team to the Devs as well and players going to the games and stuff. It, it must fill you with so much pride like you've spoke about when you get those players through and they then go back to watch the Devs in action. The Devs come and watch the 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 first team in action and things like that. It, there's such a connection between the two groups and it just must keep in the players' heads, there. Yeah, this is my club now. This is the one. This is the club. It, it must help them get the identity of the cobblers in them so much that they don't want to leave. And that's must be a massive thing, a massive part at this level. Like you say, that you can't go into the transfer market as it was for players. So it, it built. It's building up their identity in the cobblers as such as a footballer. Yeah, and we, we've seen many examples of of how that works so successfully this season with, with so many young girls coming from the devs. Uh, even some from the 18s, the devs and men getting a chance in the first team. So the girls can see that that pathway is open for them. If they if they have the the right attitude and the right work rate, they'll, they'll be given opportunities. And, you know, all our success goes hand in hand. It's it's easy to look at it on paper this season to say we've had a good season and the devs have obviously had an excellent season. But what you might not see is, you know, the, the work that goes into it week in, week out. Uh, on the training pitch, you know, we we work very closely with Alex and James and his squad. Often, when we need a player, they'll they'll say, "Yeah, go on, take so and so has been doing well for the Devs this week," and up they go, and they get the opportunity to come and train with the first team. Um, and I think that's that's the way it should be, shouldn't it? We we love to see them succeed and do well, and and they've been so supportive of helping us to be successful as well. The girls see that, um, and more importantly, that they, they can see a route through as well to try and maximize their own potential. So long may that continue. It's been, it's been really, really good this season. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can I just go back to the National League? Just talk about other teams. We mentioned Long Eaton and Starbridge before. Um, coming into that this season, first of all, were there any teams that you kind of looked at and you and you went, what you thought you were going to get was was different, so a bit of a surprise? And which teams have impressed you the most out of the ones that you've played in that league? We'll, we'll ignore Wolves. We, we we got pretty much what we expected from from 
from most of them. Um, Long Eaton were a good side last season. They finished fourth, I believe, last season, and they had a a whole host of players leave, and and I think they had a whole change of staff as well. So it was always going to be a difficult season for those guys, and they've done a really good job in in, in carrying on because you see so many teams not not complete the season in those sort of situations. So it's, a, it's nothing but respect for those guys who've cracked on. Um, but in terms of in terms of the, the kind of the teams around us and. We we played Lincoln last season in the FA Cup, and at that time they were the best side I've ever played against, and we felt we felt we competed with them, but were were short of their quality, and I, I didn't feel that this season. We we got two good results and, and a not so good result against them in the three games that we played, but I felt like we we were we were able to to, to play at the level and, and and beyond, so that was nice because that, as I said, as a reference point from the season before, that they were my reference point for for what this league was about. They were top end last season. They finished the second or third. I think it might finish third in the end behind Doncaster and um, and Boldmere, who won the league. So that that was kind of my my understanding of the league. And there's there's teams that are are at that level that they're at um, that are at the level that we feel like we're at. Sporting Castle were, were were two really tough games. We managed to, to come out with six points out of those two games. We played them twice in fairly short succession. I think we did it twice in three weeks. Liam, am I right? It's twice in four weeks. We played them at Kicksfields and then we played them at their place a couple of weeks later and they were seriously tough. Two really, really big results there and, and, and two two performances that took everything from the girls. Um so that they'll be they'll be up there again, I'm sure, next season. They're a, a, a very good side. Solly all one of the better sides we played with um with the with the quality of their football. Um they, they were a really good side and they ended up finishing way below where I'd where I'd, I'd expect them to be, to be totally honest. But then, like you've said, the league is so tight. So many teams that can take points off each other, then you could easily find yourself towards the top end or or towards the lower end, but really in reality, not that much of a points difference. Um, I think Posh, Posh are a good side. You have to give credit to them. They're a, they're a difficult side to play against. They're, they're, they're horrible to play against, and um, we've 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 played them three times this season. We've got a, a win, a draw, and a loss. Um, so from from that point of view, that, those games are always difficult being derbies anyway, but. They'll be a threat next season, I'm sure, as well. So there's plenty of teams in there that you could you could pinpoint, but generally the quality is good. The quality in the league is good, and with the teams that are coming up, you, we're anticipating Notts County will be in our league, having having won the league we left last season. I think Sutton Coalfield will be in there, having won the West Midlands Division, um, and then you're looking at a couple of teams, Boldmere, who, who won the league last season, who've been relegated, as well as Loughborough Lightning. Only three of those could join us, so I don't know how they're going to manage that situation but all four of those will come in and make the league stronger so from that point of view yeah the league the league again will be will be a challenge next season on the on the um, league obviously you get your tight matches the county cup I wanted to talk about um we spoke about a little bit about this with the wolves women's podcast um because they've got a similar I think there's county cups all over the country 13 nil against Bugbrook, then 7 nil against Thrapston. We won't talk about what happened after that uh, because we don't want to give any more credit <laughs> um, but- <laughs> But where, what are your guys' thoughts on the Cup as a, in general and sort of where it stands? Because I think what the rules are at the moment is if a, if the County Cup game does come in, it replaces a league match. It seems a little bit odd. Does that ha- Where does that kind of sit with you, the County Cup kind of thing? It was, um, it, it, like you mentioned, with it taking priority over league games, that, that became a little bit frustrating for me earlier in the season because uh, at one stage we were in the relegation zone for a long time and but yet having a lot of gaming games in hand on people, sometimes three, four games in hand on teams. So we, we just want to get those league games played and get ourselves at the table. But 
you know, the county cup has its merits and its value as well. It, it's it's given us the opportunity to build confidence at times this season as well. I know we spoke about earlier, you know, winning games 13-0 and 7-0. You don't learn a, a great deal from them. You know, there's the, some of those games we would have ex- expected to win and win comfortably, but they came at points in the season where we needed to give good minutes to girls to, to give them an opportunity to prove themselves as well and play themselves into good form. Um, and like you said, results were, were hard to come by pre-Christmas. So we they were good opportunities to, to build confidence more than anything and, and get that ball rolling, get the momentum going. But sometimes people say the Cups are like a distraction, aren't they? We, we, we didn't feel like that. We just wanted to get the momentum, the winning feeling back. And um, it, it was it was useful from that point of view. Um, so yeah, it, it, it did help to build confidence. And uh, but hopefully, you know, next time we're going to go and Go and win that thing next year. Take it back off them. That's what we want to hear. Happy That's days. definitely what we want to hear. Um, got to talk about Jade Bell as well. How, joining midway through the season, 14 goals in 15. I've got a stat here, whether that's updated or not, I'm not sure. But either way, um, what a signing, what a player she's been. Alex Dix as well, 17 goals. How you, you talk about buying and selling players. Is it a case where it is going to be difficult to keep hold of them or are they sort of, definitely stay in what's what's going to be the issue with with that kind of thing it's just you, you've got teams looking at it and you're probably more than likely going to have teams looking at those two players at, at, as well as a lot of the others right well i think we've first of all we've got a lot of good players and when you're doing well that's that's going to happen isn't it? that's a part of football in every in every aspect in every single age group no matter whether you're under eight academy or whether you're first team women you, you're going to have people looking at your players um so that's a good thing we see that as a as a, as a positive because that means we're doing something well and the girls are doing something well so that that's to be expected and not not something to be scared of um from the point of view of 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 Jade and, and her impact on the season Liam mentioned having that kind of tough christmas period where we actually he just mentioned having cup games we had nine cup games in in yeah. in, 12, in 12 between september and january so we had a whole stretch of games there where we felt like we would not not giving ourselves justice on the league table, and um, you know we went on to correct that in in January and onwards. And Jade had a huge impact on that, and not just in those league games, but in the in the cup games that she played in as well. Um, she's she's not only bought goals. I think that's easy to pinpoint and say she scored a lot of goals, and she has. But actually, it's her standards and her her work rate and her her knowledge, her experience, everything that she brings is 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 to to a positive note in terms of the group and and what she, what she gives to the younger players someone like Alex who's learning from her has Alex is not even 18 yet uh, so to be playing with someone of the caliber of Jade and, and Jade's experience um and as i said not just the goal scoring experts but the the whole package the whole how she trains how she plays how she warms up how she how she reacts to situations and it's yeah it's it's, it's been it's been a an excellent signing without without a single doubt in my mind. She's um she's been a huge contributing factor to to the upturn. Um having said that, she she needs her mates to, to, to help her. She can't do it on her own. It's it's not a, a it's not a sport for for an individual. So she needs to be put in those situations to be able to score goals as does Alex and, and the team have done a good job of getting the best out of those two. So good. Um like we mentioned before we have to talk about Talked a little bit about the pathway, but the development side promoted to tier five. What an achievement! How proud are you of them? And how often do you actually get to go and see them play, go and see them train? In terms of sort of putting names to to what they're doing on the pitch, if you're getting reports through, are you playing at the same time? Are you able to go and watch them? What, what's the kind of deal with that? Well, some, sometimes we do have, have clashes with um, 
with fixtures and stuff or simply put sometimes they, they might be playing at a time when it's the only chance for me and Josh to actually spend some time with our families so it's we, we, do, we do try to get down and watch them as, as much as we can um, I went to watch them in a friendly against Leicester Leicester under 18s um, a few weeks back I know Josh has been down to watch them a few times we both went to see them against Kettering as well away earlier this season in a big game for them uh, but but we work very closely alongside Alex and James at training as well we, we, we train at the same time um, and like I said some, sometimes players will split their time across both squads at training too Josh also knows a, a lot of those younger girls that have come through the pathway as well that he's coached himself for years or maybe girls from the FEP that he knows very well so there's good links there there's, there's good relationships there as well we, we take a huge interest in what they do just like they do with others us as well you know it's it's they are two separate squads, but really it's, it's one big group um, and we're all working towards the same thing and that's just doing well for this club. Yeah, it's fantastic to see the success that they've had and now they're going to be going into, well, I presume they're going to go into the get into the league that we'd won last season. So yeah, they were given the choice of right, doing that okay. or going into the reserve league and oh, they've, nice. they've, they've opted for the, the East Midlands Prem and I think I think me and Josh are both very pleased that they've, they've done that because... Uh, no disrespect to the the reserve league, they, they'd have come up against some good sides there, but they'll they'll get some real tough battles in that East Midlands Prem, and it's really going to help them in in terms of their development. Yeah, I think obviously the sides that uh, you know a lot of them will have been sides that we faced last year, the, the first team, so therefore know a lot about them, the caliber of the, of the opposition that they're going to be coming up against, and you know, I mean. Can they actually? Uh, this is one of those ridiculous questions, but but can they get promoted out of that league league into the national league, or are there some sort of rules that say no? Hence, why they were offered the reserve team league place. No, I, we we were dubious as to whether they'd be able to come into this one, um, and we right. were told a few times before they were promoted that they wouldn't be able to, and that reserve league would be the only option. Um, and that was disappointing, as Liam said. They they will have come up against good sides there without a doubt, but. I don't think anything replicates adult football and, and real football. And you have the same argument in the men's game, don't you, about the, the 23s league or the 21s league, which is not genuine football. It's not the real thing. So that was that was the same argument. We wanted them to go and play real teams who wanted to win because it meant something for their club and not, not in a reserve league where it's a bit more synthetic. So that opportunity for them to go in that league was was presented to us and, and me and Liam back to Alex and James who were who, without any without any thought wanted to go into that league and, and challenge themselves. I don't think that if they won the league they'd be able to be promoted into the National League while while we're in the National League system. I don't know whether that would be different if we were in the in the championship or the WSL, but at, at this point that's that's probably the ceiling for them. But then again, you you say that there's there's a ceiling for them. There's a ceiling for them or that the devs as a name the actual players themselves don't have that ceiling because there's your team above them that they're vying to try and get into to be the best that they can be and whether that comes through age and experience for them or just through sheer talent and work ethic that that is going to be what their next step will be for them and the challenge i suppose will be for alex and james to keep a a squad of girls together that can keep them in the East Midlands League so that therefore they can keep having the same challenges that will hopefully therefore present them with a better opportunity to learn 
more and therefore improve quicker, I guess, because you're playing a, a higher standard of opposition. So that's going to be the challenge, I would imagine, Absolutely. for those guys. Yeah, 100%. They're certainly in the right place, aren't they, for the for the challenge they're going to get. I think I think they've got the capabilities to do really well next year. I really do. There's some, there's some fantastic players in that squad. And we know Alex and James will, will keep pushing them as well. They're, you know, they're, they're very good coaches and they're improving all the time themselves. So uh, I've no doubt that they'll do well next year. Um, that in turn will will benefit us hopefully too, because you know those those girls are improving and becoming more experienced in 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 senior women's football. Then, as you said, the challenge that might be presented with them is when when some of those players that emerge may step up with us. Then they've got a, an even bigger challenge on their hands to to remain competitive in that league as well. But we'll we'll manage those situations with Alex and James as well. Um, you know, like we've done earlier this season, for example, Kira Doig has, has, has done excellent when she's trained with us. She then became a fully-fledged member of the first team. But on occasion when the Devs needed her for big games, i.e. the, the Dunton game at the end of the season that they needed to win to win the league, Kira Doig goes back down there, goes, goes and scores the winning goal, gets the job done for them. And uh, again, it's that fluid pathway. It's not all about coming up. Sometimes the girls will will have to move the other way as well for, for minutes, for experience. All, all in the name of development, of course, and we, we'll have a plan to try and get the best out of them, whether that's up or down. So, um, open training sessions coming up as well, end of May, start of June. That's for the first team developments and the under-18s, is that right? It's for all ages, yeah. First ages, three, yeah. you mentioned there, and then every one of the, the younger age groups below that as well in the ETC. Um, I think one of the, you mentioned it earlier, guys, that um, when you when you have that tag of of developing players, players want to be a part of that, and, and we're certainly seeing that. It's not as if we've, I think it would be easy to maybe have a look at it and think we've maybe been a bit lucky with the group of players or the crop of players that have come through, but they keep coming. They, 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 the, again, the 18s group that I went to watch on Saturday who, who won the County Cup, they're an excellent group um, and there isn't a huge crossover of players between 18s and development players. So it, it's almost like a whole new group again and and I'm no doubt at all that they'll be pushing for spots in the devs team next season a number of those girls are either in or are joining the fep as well so again another opportunity for me to work with them closely <laughs> so it, yeah it, kind of that success breeds more success because the people girls keep wanting to come and be part of what we're doing because they can see that route into well ultimately national league football because again we've got that track record now of giving young players the opportunity liam just mentioned kira doy but me has stepped up this season both of those girls started in the under-18s and this time last year in, in September or whatever it was, they quit, very quickly moved to the devs and then have, have ended up, me especially, strongly entrenched in the first team. Uh, Doigie more recently um, than the Mia, but both of those girls have stepped up. Beth and Alex have had huge impacts on the season from the start, from the get-go, and that's four players that I work with every day. So for, from that point of view, that, that opportunity is there. Yeah, I think it says a lot about the coaching of you guys and the the coaches of the under 18s and the dev squad as well about the culture that you put in from the start and that it makes people want to come back so I think you guys have got to take a lot of credit as well for for the way that you are coaching the way that you're developing players because it, it could just easily be like this is the pathway there you go but what what you're doing is you're setting standards you're setting the high standards you're you you must have the energy about you in training that they're seeing something if you're training all together in in that so I think you guys deserve a lot of credit as well to to be able to keep that amount of talent on and to develop them the way that you're doing so 
it's it's yeah. a pleasure to work with with players yeah. uh, of this caliber as well. You know, it's it's a privilege, uh, and all we try to promote really is is good standards. You know, if people work hard and show the uh, the, the correct values that we want for them to display for us as a club and to represent us as a management duo as well, then there'll be opportunities there for them. The girls know that, and and similarly for the even the senior first team players, they they know that the the ethos that we work by is that every minute you get on a on a weekend is earned. Um, even some of the the better players like Jade and uh, they 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 know that every minute they get is absolutely earned. So that's the culture we want. That's the standards we want to set, and we want that to filter through through all age groups really. So that that that's just what you'll become accustomed to with Northampton Town women. Can we talk a little bit about next season? Obviously, this one has only just finished. We don't know everything that's going to happen um, in terms of teams that are going to be in the league to make up that division, etc. But what are your hopes for next season? Because it, it isn't just about setting yourself a target for points and you know positions in the league, I don't think, for you guys knowing you. There's other things from out outside of that. Things like the amount of times that the girls play at Sixfields, um, the kind of recognition that they get, um, you know, within the wider community. Have you got anything in mind for next season that you're kind of looking at, you know, trying to achieve next season with this group and beyond? We'll have a, a session during the summer where we we set targets with the group. Um, there'll be internal targets, but ultimately our, our our aim is always to be competitive in every game that we play. And if you do that, you give yourself a chance of of being towards the top end of a league, which is where we believe that we can be, where we believe that we were able to to push towards and aspire to be. So that that's the aim. The aim is the next year to be to be closer to the top end of the league and. And ultimately to compete to 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 be that that in that top spot that you mentioned earlier, which is so difficult to to be in. But that's that's always the aim. If you're not if you're not striving for that, then you're not you're, you're pointless. So we're not that. We want to be relevant. We want to make sure that we're pushing towards that, and and that's what we'll do. Um, in terms of in terms of those off the pitch targets, then again, yeah, absolutely. We've we've always got those targets, and again. Um, think things like the the coverage that the girls get, that the professionalism of the group, the the opportunities that they're getting, not just to play at Sixfields and and bits like that, but other potential sponsorship opportunities and those those sorts of things. They're all things that that will only help us grow. Um, the club is 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 increasingly supportive of of what we're doing. Um, as is the community trust. So from from those those angles, then yeah, we. We'll have those targets internally. We'll never stop pushing, and and that that goes not just on the pitch but off the pitch as well, because it, it's all well and good building a squad of 16, 17, 18 girls who can play football, but ultimately at some point those players will leave, and what's left behind is what's what's off the pitch. So those foundations will be really important, not just for for the the short term, but for the medium and long term as well. So that's that's something we we need to build the club not just on the pitch but off it as well. Let's finish it off. I want to get from both of you best moment of the season whether it's a match a goal a highlight what your favorite moment of the season that would that would sum it up for you my moment was was Beth's goal against Lincoln in uh, at Sigsfields that was um that was amazing to to have as i said earlier the reference point for me in the league and that was the first time we'd met them this season was Lincoln so expecting a, a very difficult game a very tough game which which it was um Beth had this unwanted record of of never scoring 
ever for the first team and and that was something that we had we had a bit of banter with on a daily basis really so for her to pick her moment there and not just to to score but to to score such a good goal as well not 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 even just the finish but the the team product uh, to contribute to a win and to see her as i said on the day uh, uh, a family a, a cobbler's fans a granddad played for the club um so for for her it meant a lot and for me it meant a lot as well so yeah that was that was my moment of the season there are a few. I think I mentioned Lincoln at six minutes. It's the same game, actually, but I mentioned it for reasons to do with favour um, earlier in the season as well. That that meant an awful lot to her and us, her getting the winning goal in that game. I also mentioned, you know, the the second half performance in particular against Wolves in the League Cup fixture as well was was um, a good highlight for me. But I'm going to go for the win over Posh not too long ago. Um, not just because it was them, but um, and that always helps. But I, I felt the, the 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 energy, the enthusiasm, the the, the, whole, the whole group that night, and that's players, staff, fans. It it just felt incredible from an emotional point of view. That just everyone was on the same page that night. Everyone wanted the same thing, and everyone was giving everything to get it. And it was ultimately, you know, when when you come out the right side of a really really tough game like that, and you felt like everyone's contributed to it. Those those moments are, are very rare in football, and um, yeah, it was that that was a fantastic feeling. I'll remember that for a long time. I'd just like to say you've picked three there, mate. It was one. Too many good moments. Too many. There were so many good. Have, moments. have you got? Have you got one, Danny? That's. I mean, the six feels one. It's is right up there. I think the reaction we've got. Um, uh, a Slack channel, guys, um, for our patrons who uh, who follow the games quite closely as it comes through the Twitter and stuff. When we beat Posh that night, oh. it, it was it was as if it was like a playoff final or something. The the amount that was hanging on it and the amount that we were just waiting for that last tweet to come through to say that it was full time. It yeah. was uh, that was one of my highlights, I think, and hopefully many many more to come next season. I'm I'm going to be back in Northampton next season living, so I'll be I'll be coming down quite a lot, I think. So to check you out but um yeah thank you so much guys for all of your work this season such a pleasure to look back on um phenomenal stuff this season really has been you've taken us all on such a journey so thank you guys so much for doing that and yeah all the best for for the summer months hope you get a little bit of rest now no thank you guys and uh, i said to charles the other day at the awards like thank you so much for everything that you do for us as well the coverage you've given us each week is is amazing and and again massively appreciated from from not just me and liam but the whole group as well so it's outstanding work that you do and we really appreciate it yeah same guys top fellas thank you very much yes, thanks so much guys thank you Charles thank you Danny cheers thanks for listening see you soon Sports Social Podcast Network hello it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favourite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing Chumba Casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus